This episode of the Quality Goods Podcast is brought to you by The Genius Brand, health products that are formulated to optimize everything. The Genius Brand has a ton of vitamins and supplements to maximize your performance. Lately, I've been getting down with The Genius Protein. It's grass-fed whey protein isolate meets egg white isolate. So it delivers the perfect lean muscle building blend of fast and slow digesting protein with all natural whey isolate and egg white isolate. Uh, I actually made some protein cookies with this and some uh, protein candies that I found at grocery outlets. So that was pretty dope. They were high in protein, low in sugar, and they were super tasty. Uh, I, I recommend you looking into something like that if you can get your hands on some of this protein powder. I've also been messing with the Genius Greens. It comes packed with all of your favorite superfoods, including kale, spinach, spirulina, blueberries, and it even has antioxidants to keep inflammation balanced. And it includes lion's mane mushroom to provide the brain extra nutrition for enhancing cognitive function and memory naturally. Great way to start your day. Put it in a smoothie. Uh, if you're weird, you can just mix it into water. That kind of tastes weird, but uh, whatever, whatever suits you. Genius Greens, Genius Protein, and uh, all the other great Genius products that I've mentioned before, pre-workout, uh, sleep aid, all that stuff. It's good stuff. So if you shop at thegeniusbrand.com, be sure to check out with code QUALITY at checkout for 15% off of your order and unlock your genius today. What is going on, quality listeners? For our 99th episode of the Quality Goods Podcast, we are thrilled to introduce our first international guest to all of you good people. Anson and I had the great pleasure to chat with Sydney, Australia-based singer and recording artist, Anjo. Anjo has been a passionate singer since she has been able to walk and she has recently been making waves down under with her new single, Always Be. And she has big plans to keep her music and content coming. We've got to thank our friends at Eastbound for connecting us to an amazing artist overseas and continuing to fuel our musical chats because it never gets old. So if you're into artist development, connecting with folks in faraway places through social media, music, or any shade of those things, you'll definitely dig this conversation about creativity. So let's get into it and see what's good. Quality, 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 quality goods. Quality, 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 quality goods. is going on good people you are tuned in to the quality goods podcast where we host discussions with artists entrepreneurs and doers from all walks of life i am chris Beatty, and i'm anson j and today i am very delighted to say that we have our first guest from down under we have a multi-talented singer content creator we have anjo coming in from sydney australia how are you doing I'm good. How are you guys? Pretty good. Pretty yes. good. Amazing. Yes, it's Friday. 
Um, yeah, still Friday yeah. for us yeah. over here, you know. Hell yeah, TGIF, guys. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is the first time we have a guest in the future. Yeah. Oh. The future yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, you know, some other stuff happens, guys. I'm not going to do any spoilers or anything. Don't okay. want to spoil anything for you guys. <laughs> but yeah, experience. it's really good. <laughs> exactly. Live in the moment, you know? Yeah. But thank you guys so much for having me on. I really yeah, appreciate definitely. the opportunity. Yes. Yes. It is our pleasure. Yeah, we have to thank our, our boy Jimmy Pablo for for making the intro to you. Oh hell yeah! And a part of the part of the Eastbound crew. You know those guys are mm-hmm. our fans. Shout out! Shout oh, out! Oh yeah! Shout I, out to them. My brothers for life. Love those nice. boys. <laughs> so how did you get connected with those guys? Oh okay, let me try and think. I think okay. So we were doing. Um, have you guys heard of the streaming app called Kumu? No. Okay. So it's like a. A streaming app based it's like a lot of filipinos on a streaming app so basically it's based oh. in the philippines um mm. but it's like worldwide so like reaching out to all the filipinos worldwide especially it became really popular during lockdown like during oh, quarantine yes. and things like that yes. so everyone was on there um, i think i hopped on at the end of october um october november um and then i met jimmy through my brother um, and we all just started hanging out regularly there and, you know, we all just became friends. And I think me and Jimmy sort of connected on that level where it was like, oh yeah, like we're really into music. We're really into the hustle of trying to become like, come up as independent artists. So mm-hmm. we were like, Jimmy, I think Jimmy sort of recognized something in me that was like, he could see the potential of where I had to go with like my music and all that type of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So we were sort of looking and then he's like, oh, um, you know, we'd love if you and like if you could you know start you know doing some stuff with eastbound for us and i said oh that's that's super dope because me personally um i'm just like starting out in this sort of like music industry content creation things like that um so it's more like i don't have anyone to guide me in that sense like i i know things myself but i think in that sense eastbound sort of like came in and like sort of like started showing me like where to take things and hmm. you know sort of give me direction kind of help you focus in a little yeah, more exactly. yeah exactly yeah because i think my like the like the range of focus that i was looking at was so broad that i wasn't really narrowing in on anything and i don't think i could really specialize on like one particular thing and i was looking at video photos so many different things and i think eastbound gave me that sort of direction just to like really look at my music and like really give some focus to that as well. Cause I think that's like sort of the biggest platform that I've got in terms of like the way that I can reach and connect with different people. Well, that's a good philosophy. You know, it is, it's good to have your hands and uh, you know, your mm. fingers on the pulse For and sure. you know, explore different artistic mediums. But yeah, it is important to focus on one every now and then, like you mm. can't do it all at once. Yeah, I think the, like the beneficial thing about having so many different um, like my like my toe in so many different pools of water, I guess, if you would say, um, it's that I'm able to do a lot of things by myself. So like I can produce by myself if I wanted yeah. to make simple beats or if I wanted to shoot my own music videos, I know sort of like the direction and how that handles and how that travels and things like that. Um, it gives me sort of like, and also it helps me direct other people as well as like sort of give them yeah, a direction you know what on what you, I yeah. want. Yeah. Was there um, a certain thing that when you first got linked up with the Eastbound guys that you, uh, what was like the first thing you shared with them and they were like, okay, now we kind of know, you know, what what they want to work with you on or? Oh, I don't think so. They're, they're pretty good in terms of, I I mean, me and Kelvin and Jimmy and like Daniel, we're all Mm -hmm. like, they all give us 
like creative freedom so it's more like we just want to help you we just want to help you give you a platform to or give you a stepping stone to so many other things that you don't know because especially being from australia i don't think that like we're so closed off to having like access to like the wider um like american market especially um i think it like i think it really plunged me into being able to connect with a different audience especially like through kumu as well i guess like getting to meet all different types of people and getting to connect with them like different music artists different um like producers and things djs um it's sort of like i don't know it opens your mind up and like sort of allows you to have access to so many different other resources that you don't think as an independent artist you could get access to unless you had a label or unless you know you were yeah. connected to like some other big person <laughs> yeah yeah i mean and even more closed off than usual because of covid like you yeah, can't you know, a whole like, nother yeah can't even fly over anywhere just like mm-hmm. <laughs> you know yeah like the internet's the only way that i can even yeah spread my wings a little bit you know yeah. 100%. It's kind of like being on island time too. Like it, it kind of works in that way. I know that like media and stuff doesn't travel as fast. I mean, a little more so nowadays yeah. since we have the internet. internet yeah. It is funny also to think of Australia as an island because it's a, it's a pretty massive yeah, uh, exactly. land. I think like similar to everybody else, like COVID, like we didn't have as many COVID cases as you would say America or the Philippines oh, or like definitely. other countries because we locked it down so fast that because we didn't want it to spread out so quickly mm-hmm. and we're like really good with our restrictions. But the only thing that it really did force us to do was to slow down and really like a lot of people sort of realize what they like, what they wanted to chase because they really had time to sit down and think about it and really yeah, like reflect. ruminate. Yeah, exactly. They really had time to, I don't know, just sort of figure out where their life was going after you got out of lockdown. Like you're, you're locked down for so long that you have to try and figure out where you want to go next. Like, do you really want to waste your time doing a job that like, doesn't really bring you any, like doesn't really bring you happiness or doesn't like contribute to your dream. So I think in the process of like being locked down, like I always knew that I wanted to do music, but I think like getting to connect with all these different types of people, um, it really like cemented that in my mind for me. I really like, I was like, yeah, I really, really want to do this. Like, I really know that this is what I want to do. Yeah. yeah, pre-pandemic, everybody is doing so much, you know, mm-hmm. when you separate yourself from all of those things, you give yourself an opportunity to see what you actually miss and like yeah. whose yeah. presence is actually, uh, you know, left a void in your life and whose presence you didn't miss at all. Yeah, yeah 100%. I think also like removing the social interaction and like removing the parts of like people's opinions or like, you know how sometimes Mm -hmm. you're around a group of people and you sort of get stuck into the mindset that they have, like surround yourself with the, like you surrounded yourself with the wrong types of people. Or maybe that, Mm -hmm. maybe they're not wrong in terms of personality or in terms of the way that you connected them, but like in terms of the way that they think and the way that they push yourself to, I don't know, to like achieve your dreams. I think surrounding, like, I think removing yourself from that sort of setting allows you to really like think about what you want and think about what that means to you without anybody else's opinions contributing to that sort of like to you you know to your own and especially you know i think like you touched on like you know we spent a lot of time chasing this other dream just because it was a job you had and then it it, it shut off anyway and they're like Mm -hmm. i wasn't even working really working towards that anyway and now you're like let me do what i really want to do so yeah i think like when things are open right you just like 
you want to be out there making money so that you can immerse yourselves in the like doing like having those experiences while you're out or like while you're doing certain um i don't know activities like making money just to like to fund that sort of stuff but when that shuts down it sort of like shows you you know where um like what your dreams are i don't know like i re- yeah. I, I feel like i've already said it but yeah i know mm-hmm. i really just like cemented it for me when i was in like when it would lock down over here for us <laughs> yeah yeah i mean I, like i said you guys did a I'd say better job, whatever, but you know, of actually doing that. I mean, yeah. in California, we were a little more locked down than other parts, but yeah. you know, uh, but you had more time to yourself to do that. Did mm. it kind of shift your, like, obviously, like you said, you, you realize like this is where you want to be, but did it shift like how you approach like music or the content you make at all? Like having to be like with yourself more time, more, you know, more than usual. Yeah, I think it was more so, well, so like, t- to be honest with you, I'll tell you a story, like tell you guys a story. The, the year prior to um, 2020, so 2019, I actually stopped making music for a while. So I, I dropped a single in the middle at the start of 2019, I think in February. And then I stopped sort of making, oh, actually, let me just think about that. Oh, no, like, yeah, 2020, 2019, I sort of stopped making music for a while. I think I sort of just got caught up in like uni and also working. And then I, I was sort of like lost in that sense. Like it really like took me out. Like I didn't really know what I wanted to do with it. I stopped making music. It didn't feel like fun to me. Like I just lost all my passion for it. I think it wasn't that it didn't have any significance in my life anymore. It it really did. It broke me not making music. It really like destroyed me not being able to do that. But I think I just let everyone's sort of opinions and like coming out of high school, what everyone was like expecting me to do or, you know, what everyone was like, I don't know. There were so many different factors that sort of contributed to me stopping. Um, And then I think being sitting with myself and sort of making what I wanted again, really pushed me to like to really going towards um like figuring out what my sound was or like the the messages that i sort of want to put through in my music and then also connecting with all of my other friends and then realizing that they also see like my talents within me as well it, it gave me that sort of confidence boost that i really didn't have and then it, yeah i don't know that that was just mostly like what covid sort of gave to me like i mean although it was such a like a terrible it's such a terrible thing to that like everyone is going through at the moment it was so beneficial for me in terms of just figuring out that i had it within me to start doing that again yeah at the onset of covid it was really tough and i think a lot of people can relate to your story anybody Mm. who was doing any creative endeavors like just didn't feel creative at the beginning you know like we were all trying to figure out what was going on and yeah, like what makes sense to put out while everyone's mm. dealing with this. Yeah, so it, it, you know, nobody wants to make sad art or like you know <laughs> yeah. art about like <laughs> despair and like frustration. Well, I mean, but those things, you know, once you sit and marinate with them, you know, those things can come out le- later. You know, like once yeah. we've been through it a little bit and once we've had time to simmer down. Yeah, I think that was kind of a unique situation too, where. Um, we were all had nothing to do or a lot of us had nothing to do. So then like, it was the first time really like the current thing that everyone's going through was also being pushed out as the content. And then everyone mm. got to, you know, you never really have that unique situation of the songs reflected right at that moment. And everyone's yeah. listening to it because they have nothing else to do or that movie mm-hmm. or that TikTok even. I mean, I'm guessing it's similar to how your social media was there, but like in the States, like everybody's making bread or everyone's making, you know, these things, yeah. these TikTok videos <laughs> and you're like, all right, I guess I'm going to do it. Like people that never created stuff is creating stuff. And that's what I'm like, all right, I yeah, guess it's time to sure. get back on it. Yeah. And you don't want to yeah. create art that's like tone deaf, you know, yeah, like exactly. Stuff, you know, 
a lot of people are going through hardships and you yeah. don't want to just like mm. be strumming away on your guitar yeah like super happy or like, like joking yeah. about things that are really hurting others you know yeah. but. Mm-hmm. especially i think i don't know I, I didn't really have a wide reach in the, like on my social platforms like in like on instagram or on youtube or anything but on kumu you you're live streaming so and anyone mm. can come into your live stream you don't know who's going to come into your live stream you don't know where like what part of the world they're coming from so mm. you don't know how wide your reach really goes you don't know people can watch from their laptops and you don't even know that they've come in and have like had a look to see like what you're doing but i think in that sense it sort of makes you like stop for a moment and just like think twice about what you're saying or you know um think twice about like the songs that you're singing or mm-hmm. like the content that you're making in that sense yeah for sure yeah, that's. I mean, that's another reason why Twitch became such a big platform during the pandemic because mm. everybody was stuck at home. Everybody just gaming, streaming. A lot, yeah. a lot of DJs hit that platform yeah. and yeah. comedians. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, that's I, for sure. I think that was kind of cool too. Like you said, as tough of a situation it was, it was also like you know refreshing to see that um, people were trying to find ways to make it happen, yeah. and, and also find being able to, to like. Yeah, like revisit a hobby that they weren't into or like you said like like mm. have music you know find you again you know in, in a different way and like you know i mean yeah because to be honest with you like i when i was thinking about stop like when i thought about stopping and when i did stop i didn't really think i was going to pick it back up again and it didn't really feel like something that i could pick the strength up to do mm. but then it was more like i think there was a sense of that i had to grow and like find like I don't know, find my edge back, like get my X factor, find my confidence and like regain that for myself. And I think in the year that I stopped, it was more about finding that because that was the underlying problem that was like making me like hesitate or making me think twice about why I was doing certain things or why I wanted to make music in the first place. And yeah, I think like being able to sit there and like, you know, really think about that sort of gave me the confidence to like pick it back up and then also being able to connect with those people that just were allowing me to be free in terms of my expression and like mess around and have fun with it and find like the joy in making it again instead of feeling like it was just something that was I don't know used as an outlet it was more like just finding it fun yeah anything goes yeah yeah, how um you know talking about that app again you're talking about, um how interactive was it like did you get to see a lot of the feedback from around the world when you were able to share your yeah. content yeah um so you have comment sections okay. so like like real time comment mm-hmm. sections so everyone was commenting at the same time also you can have like one box or you can have um you can have just you like a solo stream or you can have oh, like shit. multiple mm-hmm. people come up in yeah so it was like a zoom call basically a zoom call but twitch gotcha. yeah, <laughs> like, it, it was nice. like that <laughs> Yeah. yeah that's cool too i mean did, did, did you kind of change your process of how you wanted to get it out there with you know like d- rediscovering music as well and then like oh, i have a whole different kind of platform to put it on did it change like how you uh mm. made music at all or how you wanted to put it out there um i don't think so i think i like sort of went around the traditional roots of doing like doing it like you know making the song putting it out through like distro and then like doing Spotify and all that like promotion on Instagram and, you know, but I think um, actually, I think it might've changed the process slightly. I was able to show like exclusives. Mm. So like anything that I hadn't dropped before and like I was in the process of still producing myself. Um, I think it sort of like allowed me to show people or get like a feel for what they were thinking about the song. And then if anything, then like, I don't know, 
sort of figure out like what my audience yeah, wanted. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, with the live, too. Yeah, live, yeah. live feedback. It's you know, mm-hmm. it's not something that anybody's used to getting when they're in the recording process, yeah. like in the studio. Like when you're recording mm-hmm. a song in the studio, usually there's like the engineer and maybe a, you know, a yeah, producer, a maybe of, yeah. a couple of your mm-hmm. homies. So you're getting yeah. their feedback, but now you're getting strangers' feedback, and then you're able to be like, oh, okay, so maybe I need a you know, change the way I say this, or maybe this lyric (laughs) is not hitting quite right. So maybe I should just change it. And you can, now you have these freestyling on it. Yeah. Mm. I think it was like more so that I was getting feedback from, because I made friends with a lot more experienced Mm. people in the industry. So I think more so getting the feedback from people that sort of know how like this industry like functions or like, like basically what people are looking for. Um, Like, how to go about the processes of doing stuff that are more related to a professional sort of like in a professional sort of way. Cause I was still going about it. Like I'm still like, just like treading mm-hmm. in the water lightly, still a baby, yeah. like, you know, still trying to figure this all out. Um, so it was so good to like meet people that had experience in doing this. And like, I mean, Jimmy, um, Jimmy was one of the people that I like really beneficially, um, like was really beneficial to the process and also, um, my boyfriend, Paolo as well. So he's a producer. Um, he also was really beneficial to my process of trying to figure out, you know, what, um, like, like how that experience, um, translates into like more music or better music or better promotion or better marketing, things like that. Yeah, they just have more to give me. And I was just like, I was like a sponge, like hearing all of this for the very first time. It was just like, I was taking all of it in. I was just like soaking it up. I was like, oh my God, my brain is about to explode. (laughs) I mean, music (laughs) is so much more than just the song itself. You know, like that's only one part of the process. Cause if, you know, you could write the best song in the world, but if it doesn't have the right promotion, if it wasn't recorded in the best fidelity, you uh-huh. know, there's so many pieces mm-hmm. to that puzzle. And if one of them's missing, that, you know, it could throw off the, the whole picture. Yeah, it really just, like, you don't really notice, I was having this conversation with someone before, you don't really notice how much um, social media really taps into, like, or like TikTok or Instagram, how much like reach it gets out there or even just like a little bit could set you off like yeah. we could skyrocket totally. you all the way up and you just don't know yeah. like where it's gonna take you it's like so insane yeah, someone decides about. to make yeah. that next dance video to your song or whatever boom you know or that other you know whatever mm. yeah blows yeah, all the like, way up you know you kind of had that where you yeah. were making music but now like you make music and like you had ears that had that experience to like give you you know because that's another thing it's, it's great to get cheered on but like you're like i really want the critique mm-hmm. and, you know to be better and give you guys a better version of this next time you know yeah for yeah. sure it's a learning process you know and as, as long as you're willing to like go along for the ride that's the best thing for you yeah uh, so I don't know how currently your country is dealing with everything. Like, is it pretty opened up now? Like, are you kind of back to, you know, being able to get out and about or? So for us, um, it was really, really great for the last couple of months. And then literally in the last two weeks, we've almost like mm-hmm. there's a cluster that's okay. growing like a small in our state. Particularly, mm-hmm. there's a cluster growing. So I think at the moment, the last updated number was like mm-hmm. 119 cases that have grown from oh, like wow. this one person that had it. And then it like literally just spread. And then like every other, I'm pretty sure every other state is like currently like normal operations and everything. And then for us, we just locked down again. And we were like probably the state that had like 
we were going pretty well for the most part, except like the only thing you can't do is like international flight gotcha. to anywhere else but New Zealand. So we were allowed to go mm. to New Zealand without quarantining. Um, but then we have to, if we can't like fly for oh, leisure shit. to any other yeah, parts of the world. Yeah, it happen. Yes. Wow. But other than that, <laughs> yeah, it's so insane. Like everyone was like, oh my God, like we're having so much fun. And then next minute, wow, everything like, was okay. closed. I, I was I like, guess oh, those vaccines okay. aren't like, reaching that far yet. Yeah, ours is like a little bit slow in the rollout in that sense, but like it's slowly happening. I think the older people are getting theirs at the moment, like 50 and up and then or 40 and up. And then like the younger generations are going to go a little bit later on because yeah, know, like, yeah you guys can a little longer but yeah because i was curious to see if you know you were able to get out there more or like you know taking this experience that you've been learning you know online have you able to like kind of spread a little more locally too like in your area but like you know getting your music out there to the people around you you know in your state or for me i think one of the things that i really like got to do like one of the really great things that i got to do after lockdown was because i met um people that were running a local studio close by to me Um, Mm -hmm. I was able to like finally go in there and start like using professional recording equipment because for the for the last I think for all of my singles up until my very like my most recent one um, I had recorded those just in my home studio like with Mm -hmm. this microphone (laughs) yeah exactly Uh, actually no soundproofing nothing it was just like I (laughs) because I didn't know that that was a factor into like what I was doing (laughs) so I hadn't figured that out yet until I started working with Kelvin and he was like "Uh, your vocals are bouncing off the walls yeah, I was like, like, oh, that's oh, why. That- <laughs> I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's why it sounds echoey, right? So then um, I was able to like, through um, Mm -hmm. meeting people through like the streaming thing, um, I was able to start going to the studio and start doing recordings over there. Um, And then like, I've invested in, I think I sort of realized the value of more equipment. And then (laughs) I started like, Mm -hmm. through, um, because I haven't been going out like as much as I would yeah. used to, um, I so I save money, and then obviously I was able to buy better microphones and like a sound, a little soundproofing booth yeah, that you could elevate pull the a way. hustle and flow and just staple egg cartons to the yeah, walls. Exactly. Oh no, trust me. I think one of the times I was talking to Jimmy, and he something. was like, uh, "You need soundproofing, or you need something mm-hmm. to like, you need to some something to dampen the wall um, so that it doesn't echo." I sent him a video or a picture yeah. of me <laughs> with egg cartons around nice. this microphone, and that were like tied together. Shoot. Um, with like some like present ribbon <laughs> like mm. some like green like sparkly ribbon because that's mm. the only stuff that i had that would fit through like the little tiny things that i had like that i had stapled through and yeah it was nice. it was really yeah, funny i, mean, I said it yeah, i still have always remember like, this is where it started and there's where i'm at yeah 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 another suggestion for like a yeah, home studio exactly. if you want to avoid reverberation um don't use mics like we are using here because this is a mm-hmm. cardioid and you know it, it's susceptible mm-hmm. to all the this noise bouncing off the walls but if you get a more directional microphone like a dynamic microphone that is just pointed directly at your mouth mm. yeah i've got i just bought a new audio technical one so it's just like over there and it's like yeah it still has yet to be used properly <laughs> so that's definitely yeah. in the like in the cards for a little bit later on it's always yeah. nice getting new gear. So <laughs> yeah, for sure. You've been making music since the age of three, yeah? and uh, you know you've I, I, you've been quoted yeah. as having inspirations <laughs> such as like Lauren Hill and Anderson Pack and Ariana Grande. But so like, who who were some of those uh, early influences when when you were young and getting down? Oh, when I was younger, I think 
I mean, I started, there's videos of me like singing and awesome. like writing my own songs since I was around two or three years old. So like I have all of those. If I ever wanted to make a here's how it's, here's, oh, this is where it started and here's how it's going there type of things. Awesome. I definitely have all of the documentation for that, which is oh, so for good sure. for me. So if I wanted to make a music video about it, like later on in my life, that's definitely, it's definitely like something that's there. Um, in terms of like my early influences, I think I was really influenced like when I really started getting into music and um, like playing the guitar and like learning and like learning how to sing and play the guitar at the same time. Um, I think one of those things that, um, oh, like when I was younger, my mom mm -hmm. used to read me the Say a Little Prayer for You book. Like it was a book of um, that was illustrated with pictures with the lyrics for like Say a Little Prayer for You. Um, so that was one of the things. And like my mom would always used to sing to me. Um, so like I really like listened to her and then um, like we would sing together and I think that's how I sort of got the hang of it and she also said that when I was little and I was oh, oh, like when I was in her wow. stomach <laughs> she would put headphones on the tummy and then listen there, to yeah. like the music and like I feel yeah. like maybe that's where I got it from yeah exactly just like mm -hmm. yeah. and like you know I'm no doctor or scientist but I, I will say that yeah. that probably had some influence yeah I definitely think that has yeah a, a strong influence on it um I think growing up, I was listening, like I have an older brother um, and he was like listening mm -hmm. to like, in that stage of his life, he was listening to JRA, um, like, sorry, like J.R. Aquino, um, AJ Raphael, like Jesse Barrera, um, who else? Like, like all of those different types of artists, like the people from like the early days of YouTube. So I was like definitely listening to him. And I think that's like, if you listen to my first single, yeah. um, you can definitely hear those type of like teeny bopper, like love song type of like elements in like my very early music. Um, cause that's where, like, that's where I sort of like drew that inspiration from. I think I was like so heavily influenced by them and like, I was performing those types of songs, like for like talent shows at school or for, um, I don't know, for like different, I don't know. Yeah. It was just like for parties, Filipino parties, they were like, oh yeah, sing us a song. Anyone had a guitar. Getting on um, the karaoke. I, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> exactly. wild take, but I'm guessing Filipino parties there still had karaoke involved just like ours. Oh, 100%. It, I don't, I think Filipino mm -hmm. parties, like the layout for a Filipino party is universal oh, yeah. too much food so there's always like an insane amount of food karaoke a lot of drinking mm -hmm. kids in one corner mm -hmm. yeah, adults over here right. little kids over there yeah. with the titas and like <laughs> mm -hmm. always that one adult <laughs> yeah always one adult playing with the kids um but yeah i think that was definitely my early influences and then like sort of coming up into mm -hmm. high school i was listening to more like janae aiko um kendrick lamar um mm -hmm like hilltop hoods i don't know i sort of got into like hobson and like you know just really like expanding the music taste i was sort of getting that from friends and people that i was talking to at the time um and then sort of like moving into like my senior nice. years of high school um i was more getting mm -hmm. into jazz um like chance the rapper like that gospel type of music um also like learning how to arrange like and like work with like a live band. So I like really liked the way that if it had something with a heavy bass or a heavy kick drum on it, I felt I felt like that's how I sort of like moved through to that sort of style, like really like moody and yeah. um, I don't know, like more like heavy neo soul R&B type thing. Um, and I think in that sort of like same trajectory and direction, I think that's more what I'm moving towards now. Um, I think you can hear definitely a lot of my early influence in like my recent, like in my first three or four, three singles, I think you can definitely hear um, 
like what my influences were at the time, but then sort of moving towards where I'm going now um, in the music that I'm like planning to release and like that I'm producing and writing at the yeah. moment. I think you can definitely hear like the influences of like Erica Badu, Lauren Hill, um, and then like sort of like those sprinklings of like the gospel with the um, I don't know. It's just a mishmash of everything, to be honest with you. Everything is just sort of like, yeah. yeah. That's what happens. Yeah. When, yeah you get older and you, yeah. you're exposed yeah. to more music you and it changes. More, more yeah, sure. Yeah. And yeah. being an artist is a, you know, an evolving thing. You know, yeah. if you keep the same style your whole, you know, life or your career, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be boring for not only like you, for my but audience as well. And like, fans, obviously, yeah. like being so young, I want to, and I'm growing up myself, I want to grow up with my audience. So as we move into like a sort of maturity, or as we like learn to experience more different things, like, like maturing your minds or growing up through like heartbreak or experience or like going through devastating things or going through those periods of happiness or like sadness, you know, you want to be able to express those particular things through songs and like that's sort of what I'm trying to do now. Like, I don't know, like a lot of the music, actually all of the music that I made was about love and heartbreak, like previously. But I think moving into what I'm creating now, it's more about like the experience of like finding confidence, finding like, finding the noise that like, start finding like the things that help you cut through the noise, like of like this, I don't know, hustle and bustle of life, like trying to find happiness, trying to grow up, um, like learning to find innocence again through like, I don't know, the maturity of everything that's going on around you. But yeah, I think it's just like, you'll, you'll hear it when like, I if I, if you guys listen to my, my new singles as they drop, you'll, you'll hear the difference between like everything now and then everything then. Yeah, for sure. You'll hear it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I mean, I love that those certain artists that I've grown up with and, and had their early career and, and got them now. And it just resonates different. Like I appreciate a lot of oldies too, but I like, I appreciate mm. what it is compared to like, I feel certain artists because I've grown up with them and it, they're talking mm. to me, you know what I'm saying? And I'm like, oh man, yeah, like sure. we went through these things together, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it's, it's important to stay genuine in your art, you know, like people can detect that when yeah. you are being an honest representation of yourself and, uh, you know, sharing your experiences with them because that's how people relate to your music is, through uh, the experiences that we you know all share yeah i was um i was having i was sort of thinking about this the other day i think when you sort of evaluate someone asked me like do you ever want to get signed to a label like i, th I said yeah i like i do like obviously as a musician like getting signed to a label that's one of like the ultimate stepping stones to becoming something bigger right but then i was thinking to myself i i said to them i don't want to lose who I am. I don't want to lose that sense of control because I don't, I don't want to dampen my personality or change my personality just to fit the image of the label or the branding of the label. Like I still want to remain who I am, um, like regardless of who I'm assigned with. And if that doesn't fit or align with whoever I get signed with, or if I ever get signed like later on in my life, um, I, th I don't think I would want to, I think I just want to remain who I am. Like, um, like, 
maintain my control over what I create because I want people like my audience to be able to resonate with it in the same way that they've resonated with all the music that has come before that as well. Yeah, I think that's a, a lesson a lot of us learned too during this you know year that passed was just like, I want to do everything that I just want to do. Like I want to be very intentional. And like, especially with you where you're like, you left music and now now that it's back and you're like, you're only going to want to do it your way. You're like, it's a lot of energy for you yeah. to, you know, take the steps you have again. Like you don't ever want to have that happen, right? So. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Because I think in that time when I stopped making music, I was um, I I was trying to sound like everyone else wanted me to sound, or I was trying to think to myself, what would make me yeah, get more, more views popular? or what would give mm -hmm. me yeah exactly what would give me more traction? You know what I mean? And I think I wanted to I wanted to sound more like somebody else, or I wanted to I was comparing myself to all these other artists that were like more experienced, more like they had all these yeah. professional people working around them. They've been in the industry for forever, and I think I was like uh, that's why I stopped doing it because I couldn't yeah. be them. I couldn't reach that level. I couldn't reach that like that sort of um, like that traction with other people. And I think when I started to realize, nah, I like, this is me. I, this is music for me. This is music for why I love doing music. Why like I love to do this. It's a passion. It's something that I've grown up with. When I recognized that and when I realized that, that's when I sort of like came out of that like hibernation. And I was like, you know what? I'm ready to do this again. I'm ready to start going and start making the things that I want to create because this is for me and this is who yeah, I am. And finding your sound is, it's a growing process, you know, like it's okay to mm -hmm. look at other artists and uh, be influenced by them and to take pieces of what they do. But it's, it's also important to take those things and make them your own. And, you know, finding your voice mm -hmm. is not an easy thing. You know, I, I used to rap and stuff like that. And it took me a long time to figure out what I should sound like. You know, I, I knew who like I, whose styles I liked and, yeah, who, and who you listen who, to yeah, growing who up. I wanted to be like, but at the same time, I can't just like, yeah. bite their style and like emulate them spot on like i no. have to do it my way in order to represent who i am you know because i'm an individual yeah and, because like you know i'm i come from my own place so i have to represent that yeah especially like if you try to take too many pieces from other people you sort of lose who you are and yeah. there's like no like there's no genuineness in the way that you like in the messages that you're putting out or in the way that you sing and there's there, there's no feeling towards it if you like try to like sound like somebody else because it's like you're so caught up in your head about like trying to make it perfect trying yeah. to be like that person um that you forget to like sprinkle your own um, personality or your own piece of yourself into there and i think that's like some people lose themselves through that as well like trying to be other people yeah and i think you know like the benefit of your generation or even like you you have a video when you were a little baby you know doing this thing so you're able to like reflect back a lot differently than some of the other ones but i even think mm -hmm. about like you know like you said you mentioned like lauren hill and stuff like that like i remember seeing that video when she was on like star search and getting booed you know what i'm saying and like yeah not a lot of people get to see that or like even remember that part of her like everyone remembers this legend but like dude she went through it too you know but when you're like you said when you're young and you're just learning about music you only see the perfection that they give you you don't think about mm -hmm. you know all the reps they had to put in and all the songs you've never heard you know and um yeah yeah so, i mean do you, did you ever kind of when you're rediscovering music did you go back to some like any of your old like uh you know song that you know like video do you like to look at that stuff or do you just push it off to the side and oh yeah for sure i'm definitely like one of those people that's like 100 percent like i reminisce maybe a little too much <laughs> so i think um i had a lot of um 
I had a I had a lot of musical experiences going through high school. So I graduated in 2018 um, from high school, and I think I, like music was a very big part of my life then. And then all of a sudden, um, I after I graduated, obviously I was moving into university, and then I sort of like I started working too much, started going to university, and I I lost time. Like I didn't make time for music because I got caught up with everything that was going on in my life. And I was thinking, um, I think that's another contributing factor to why I sort of lost like what I was like, lost myself in that process. Like I didn't want to do it anymore because I was so caught up with everything else. I didn't have time. I wasn't exposed to it as much anymore. Um, I think like I definitely like sat, I think it was, wasn't a good thing for me to reminisce like at that time because I think reminiscing made me more like susceptible to being like oh this is who you used mm -hmm. to be like this is what you yeah, like used I have to it be as memories, and, you know but that's all it's gonna be yeah, like, mm -hmm. I'm not that anymore. exactly like yeah. that that's it like that's not that's not who I am mm -hmm. anymore like I've lost all of the I've lost all the ability to do that sort of thing now because I don't have access to the resources I don't have my band anymore yeah. um like in that like in that same frequency of seeing each other because we used to see each other every day at high school um yeah, I think reminiscing, it definitely, like, looking back into my earlier days, um, like, when I was a lot younger, when I was probably, like, up until I, maybe I was, like, 10, um, I think looking back at those times, it was sort of, like, that was fun and that was cute and things like that, but, like, at the time when I stopped making music and I look back at my, um, the more recent stuff that I was doing at that time, um, yeah, it really made me upset to look at it because I was, like, dang, like, I'm not... And I didn't become everything that everyone else wanted me to be. Like, I, I didn't continue. I didn't, like, I stopped. And then, I don't know. I, it felt like I was letting people down or I was disappointing everyone. Mm. But, like, even at that point, I think it was so crazy because people were still like, no, like, we love, we still listen to all your old stuff. Like, there's, you know, we still want you to do what you're doing. Like, I don't think you should put so much pressure on yourself. It doesn't matter what everyone else wants. It matters what you want to do and how you find it, how it makes yeah. you feel. And I like, I specifically remember this one conversation I had with my best friend in her car. Um, I'd been feeling so off for a couple of days and like we were talking in her car. I think we just finished playing aqua golf and we were in her car and she was like to me, so like, I noticed you've been feeling down lately. I was like, yeah, I, I think it's just cause I'm giving up. Like, I don't want to do this anymore. And I think she was like, I don't think you should do that. I think you should stop putting so much like I don't know, stop putting everyone else's expectations on you and just remember that this is not a job. This is just something that you love doing. Find find the joy in doing that. And I like, I still remember that conversation so vividly because I was crying in her front, like in the front seat of her car and we were just having that conversation. And I was like, wow, I really broke. Like that was, that was really messed up. And like, I was depressed for so, like for so, like for that whole period of time, I was so depressed about it because I was like, I'm missing something and like this is something that like it hurts me it hurts me that I'm not doing this and I think it was really so like amazing for me to find that like joy and like doing that stuff again because it really brought me back to life and it really brought my character back to who I used to be when I was a little yes. bit younger as well yeah, I mean I think it's crazy because a lot of times with creatives especially musicians the family is the one that's like oh so when are you gonna grow up and not do it you know but you had that support system. you know your mom was the one that introduced you and then your best friend yeah. but then you you grow up you get out of high school and then like you said that circle around you doesn't realize like that's what you could do you know because you get so many people out there like oh music yeah oh i thought you just like to do it like that's not something you can yeah, do it was just for fun 
yeah you know? and, and then you just start hearing more yeah. and more people that don't even know you but just telling you like oh what no well, what job are you really gonna have like what are you really gonna do you know what i mean and then you know so mm -hmm. but i'm glad glad to hear you had those people around you to just check in on you and be like hey like i'm noticing yeah. this you know I think like one of the weird things for me was I don't think I really had the discouraging like type of parental mindset. Like my parents were always so supportive of me making music. I, I may be not into an extent of like being a full-time job or anything like that, but if they knew that if it went there, that I like they would have to support me no matter what, because that's what I wanted to do, right? Yeah, if the nice. opportunity mm -hmm. yes. arose. Like my parents yeah. are like all knowing that if I wanted to do like make music for a living and if I wanted to stop doing it because I knew that I was going to go somewhere, they knew that I had enough like informed decision to um, like to like really bite the bullet and do it, I would do it. Um, but I don't think, I think the person that really stopped me from being who I was was, was me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I really, that happens. I mean, for yeah, sure. yeah, we all get in our own ways. Yeah. And I was like, what are, what is everyone going to think of me? Like, you know, I, I didn't really think I was anything that good. Like I really mm -hmm. didn't value the opinions or the gifts that were given to me by God. Like I wasn't, I was very close-minded about it. I was like, okay, this is cool. Like I'm just putting out little covers or I'm just, you know, I'm just releasing these songs. Um, I'm getting my degree to have my backup plan um, to, because, you know, music will probably just be a side hustle. And then I started realizing when I started connecting with more people and they started listening to my music, um, they were like, you know, what, like, why don't you release more? Like, where, like, where's the rest of it? You yeah, know? like, I'm waiting for the other, yeah. Yeah, like, dang, that shit, that hurt me. Like, the one that you just yeah. released, that hurt me. I resonated <laughs> I so hard seen, with that. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, dang, you said that in Tagalog? I felt that. I felt <laughs> that one. You said it in English, Tagalog, like, you said it in spoken mm -hmm. word. You know, I really felt when you sang that so why don't you make more and like I, i've like i realized um i didn't i've never really like known what it's like to not feel supported in my music even though in my head i thought that i wasn't um yeah. and it's like i i felt like everyone around me was like you you can't make it like you like there's no business of you doing anything in this industry but then I think I really sat back and thought to myself, no, the only person that's thinking that is me. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I think me making music at the moment is always a constant process of like up and down, like switching it on, switching it off. Like, are you making it? Because like, how do you feel? Like at that time when you made that song, how are you feeling about your life? And I think when I stopped making music for a little while, especially now at this time, I think for the last like month and a half, I haven't made anything like I've, like I've been writing, but I haven't dropped anything like new. Um, I think it's because I like, I'm in my head again. I'm like, Oh man, um, the last one was so good. Like, where is it? Like, what if I, what if the next one is it, you know, like it's always that constant process of trying to pick myself up or trying to find what's gonna, you know, set me back off to like, like start going full steam ahead. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It's a delicate balance because, you know, on yeah. one hand, yeah, you, you, you want to do it for the love and you want to mm -hmm. do it because you're passionate about it. But if at the same time you want to take it seriously and you want it to be mm -hmm. something more than just, you know, a, a cover on SoundCloud or whatever. Yeah. yeah. But you're taking all the right steps. You know, you're, you're mm -hmm. taking advice from uh, more experienced artists and you're networking. And like I said, you know music isn't just the song and the recording it's so much more yeah. 
if uh, you know yeah. if you want it to be like sure there, there's nothing wrong with just recording a song in your bedroom and, and letting it be what it is there's nothing wrong with that at all but if you want more out of it you should uh, you know yeah. you got to know how to take the steps yeah. to get there <laughs> Yeah, of course. I mean, you guys have, you know, the gift and the curse of your generation of like, you can put out whatever you want and everyone can hear it, but also you can put out whatever you want and everyone can hear it like, and be criticized and trash. Yeah. And like, oh, why were you even do, you know, and like even the artists now who are a little older, they have the tougher skin because they didn't have to grow up like that. Like from the Mm -hmm. jump, you were able to be judged as a young artist, you know, when a lot of people don't even get hurt until it's fine tuned by a record label or whatever, you know, and. You know, you, you guys don't have to do that anymore, but it does, it can, I'm sure, hurt the ego while you're doing that. Yeah. No, for sure. Like, I don't, I don't know. I haven't really experienced a lot of criticism. I mean, I always get, you know, you get yeah. those people that are like, oh, yeah, you're not really like. Like, it's cool, but. You're, you're yeah, okay. Yeah. Like, you're, you're good. Like, you're good, but, you know, there's always someone yeah. better than you. And I think one of those things that you have to learn to do while you're growing up in, especially in this um, like day and age is definitely just like block everyone out. Like just have your blinders up. Like just, if you, if you do something make that makes you happy, just keep doing it because you, it makes you happy not to please anybody yeah, else, yeah. not to like cater to the needs yeah, of anyone else. Be you know, it's just, it's just about you. It's going to be trolls. Mm-hmm. It's, it's hard to ignore them all the time. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about, exactly. You're talking about people that are at the top of their, profession that still are affected by this yeah. still have a burner account yeah. to you know try to let out and it's like yeah. yeah i mean that's a whole nother part like you know you're a young art you don't have you know public relations you don't have a pr person you know when you're putting videos yeah. on youtube or whatever it is you know what i mean yeah. and to help coach you through those things when you're young but yeah, no matter how big you are it, it still hurts when people are saying negative things about yeah. you and you're oh, yeah, performing you're giving your all to something and somebody's like oh that was that was some bullshit you know? like, <laughs> yeah no nobody likes yeah, that it's like oh i get like i mean yeah. i guess yeah. like <laughs> but yeah i mean like i said and it, and it just comes to time and then you know the more and more you grow you realize like i don't care what they think and it's not as personal i they don't even know me why do i care about you know about those things but mm-hmm. but and then on the other side too like you um you know do other content besides the music right like is that always something hand in hand that you were yeah. you wanted to do or did it kind of come after the music or um i definitely it was something that i definitely picked up when i was younger like i loved like my dad always had a video camera in his hand that's yeah. why i have yeah. all those videos from when i was younger all those photos i love taking photos making videos um, yeah. when me and my brother were a lot younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm vlogging as well. When me and my brother were a lot younger, um, my brother's a budding actor, like mm-hmm. host in the Philippines um, and like budding influencer as well. So like when we were younger, um, me and him used to make like little nice. short films as well with my cousin, like who lives like close to me. Um, like, so we were making those short films, you know, we're like, oh yeah, no, we'll, we'll edit it, we'll edit it, <laughs> but we don't know how to get the file from yeah. cassette to digital. <laughs> and it was like, <laughs> Like it, does, it never really made sense for us. Um, and then in high school, I was always like um, doing all the media content for like gotcha. um, like associations and things like that. Um, and then I sort of picked up video editing in high school as well, like making all those vlogs. And then you know playing with mm-hmm. Windows Movie Maker when I was young, like when I was like little, and you know uh, Windows yeah, was exactly. still popping <laughs> off at that time. <laughs> um, and then I think sort of like just moving into um, like this sort of year um i sort of got more into it 
like I really find therapy and like just creativity, like a release of creativity right. in editing videos and making posters or like doing graphic design as well. Um, but it's not something that like I'm studying screen production and um, PR in um, in uni at the moment. Um, and then that's something more that I, I don't know. That's just like yeah. a degree. You know what I mean? But um, it doesn't really focus on like the stuff that like I want to like I want to do like making yeah. like I want to make a movie one day right so <laughs> I think that like everything that I do sort of just contributes to like learning all the aspects to doing that yeah yeah all sure. of those things like, are sound components. design mm -hmm. yeah like yeah and you picked up those those you know those uh, skills as a young you know yeah. as a young creative <laughs> on cassette tape but now you're able to make your own videos and yeah, do exactly. your, you know record your own stuff and edit I mean. You know, I think it's like, yeah, take on all, you're young, so you have a different interest and now you're like, all right, now I can mm. sharpen them and put them together and. I think it's sort of like, it's really cool trying to see like, oh dang, I never really realized that when you were younger, like all of the things, all of the hobbies that you had when you were young, like making films or like cooking or like, you know, doing all of that, like drawing, you know, now that we're older and we have all these platforms to like be able to release all that content onto, you never really realized that that's what could really be like your job or like that's what could make you money like it's so insane to think about yeah, right now. all of that stuff has value mm -hmm. yeah yeah and we've we've mentioned this multiple times before but like all of those things are just building blocks you know on your path of life you never know where a certain skill yeah. is going to come into yeah. play down the line exactly. you never like really stop to think oh dang is this going to have like an effect like kids nowadays will probably never stop and think oh yeah is like me learning how to code in like right here in primary school in australia they teach kids how to code from a really young age so like yeah, you know huge um is me learning how to code like they're never really going to stop to think is me learning how to do this gonna like affect me in the future and then like one day they'll probably open um, like absolutely. a uh, user interface or something like that and be like oh i know i know what that is like i know what that looks like and i know how to operate that and then they could find like deep interest in it like so similar to the ways that like obviously we don't have it like most people don't have it on video right now like from when they were younger but like similar to how like i have all those videos from when i was younger with the like me singing or me making like the little home videos um like home short films with my brother and my cousin like we never really realized that it was going to come back and like you know be what we wanted to do in mm -hmm. the future yeah. But yeah, and then you learn young though about angles or like <laughs> mic control and breath control when you didn't even realize you're picking yeah, up like, those Yeah, like don't yell, it's going to make like, it like yeah. sound screechy, like, you know, talk loud, yeah. but like stand further away or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm glad, I mean, at least your schools out there are doing things like that. Like my version, because I'm a little, you know, longer than tooth. Like I was like, I'm going to take a keyboarding class to learn how to type because I'm not trying to be yeah. the one, you know, because yeah. I was like, you know, like, yeah, but that's. Actually, yeah, I, was, I was taught typing in. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, same here, same. Yeah, that's what I did, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, it's just like such a little thing, but you're like, oh my God, I can actually write this yeah. easier. Yeah, no, no not hunting stressing. and pecking. Mm -hmm. It's the yeah. hunt and peck. Yeah. Yeah, it's exciting to see what, uh, like, what could come of, like, what everyone's learning how to do right now. Like, you know, like, yes. what's going to be the jobs or like what's going to be the type of like exactly. careers that are going to come out of everything that's happening yes. at the moment you know what i mean well, yeah. <laughs> yeah like professions now did not exist mm, 10 years ago, it's wild. i mean literally the whole world is like run by computers mm. like yes, the whole exactly. world and yet only about like three percent of the population of the world knows how to write code yeah. exactly that's insane I, it might even be less than three percent it might be like one percent of yeah the, i'm sure the like that's a pretty accurate number write code yeah. yet yeah everything in our lives like this this conversation yeah, everything we're having is, right exactly. now exactly all of this is code yeah. that's right. the matrix man thank you exactly. guys thank you for the coding 
Exactly. Yeah. Thank you. Not exactly. And we're just trying to do our part to make sure we're using it correctly. And, you know, being able to have international guests and connect with you, you know, in this time, you know, and yeah, use it to our advantage. And yeah. It just feels good to be able to create again and like, yeah, like hear more people's stories. We're, we're all about that. Yeah, you know? of course. And, uh, Andre, now is a good time we can go into our segment that we call support quality. Ooh. And we just want to ask you about something that has brought quality into your life lately. It could be a person, a place, a thing, a process. But what's something that has brought quality to you? Oh, I definitely think it's a lot of the um, conversations at the moment about self-care and um, self-love I think that's definitely been so beneficial to the like the way that I sort of like understand and process things one of the things that I want to like it's like one of those like Instagram accounts that I love to like look at all the time is called We The Urban and they have all of these like conversations or like these little captions and things like that about healing and like recognizing that it's okay to feel like shit sometimes or it's okay that you're going through that hustle and that process. I think it's important to feel like shit Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And to like some of the best recognize that. that. Yeah, exactly. A hundred percent and how to like recognize that and like, you know, be proud to feel pain. Like, you know, in that sense, because, you know, you feel like you grow up feeling so ashamed to feel emotion, especially like growing up in like Asian households or like in like school systems where like you're, I don't know, like multiculturally exposed and things like that. You feel ashamed and you feel um, like, you know, pain to feel emotion. So I think one of those things that like contributes to healing is definitely those conversations, self-love, self-care, healing, acknowledging that it's okay to feel like shit sometimes. And that's like sort of one of the the very best things that I've learned throughout all of this pandemic, just to acknowledge that, you know, you have emotions yeah, <laughs> and it's okay to have not. them, We're you know? Not robots. <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, exactly. Yeah, not, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I definitely yeah. went through that too of like, you know, like, like you said, even when you, you're younger, as a younger writer, you're, it's all about mm-hmm. love and break, heartbreak, but like all those songs, they be a pro, uh, like, can be related to you loving yourself. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to yeah. have that other person. It's just like you fighting yourself and not loving, not giving yourself that, you know? And it's like, now I'm like listening to the songs like that. I'm like, oh man, you know, like. Yeah, exactly. You know? Cause you know, like we always, all of us have that internal struggle, especially being uh, creators, sorry. Mm -hmm. Especially like being creators, you all, we always have that issue with confidence. Like, is this good enough? Is this, you know? Yeah, you hear imposter syndrome so much more nowadays. Oh, a hundred percent. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely one of those important things. Yeah, that's that's great. I I mean, I, I think I was probably in my late twenties before I, realize you know like it's okay to feel pain and heartbreak yeah. and, and not kind of any remove, less tough yeah, yeah. yeah and remove myself from you know the you know and be rational about it be like hey yeah. man like it's okay to feel this way like this will pass mm-hmm. feel it though like yeah. don't ignore it sit in it yeah, exactly like, yeah. just feel yeah. it like yeah. 100%. It. like you need this like, yes in order to heal and in order to learn and yeah then yes. that, that way like when I encounter these things in the future, I know how. You know what it is. Yeah, I know, and, I know yeah. what to Yeah, what I'm to very happy that. the younger generation embraces that a lot more because yeah, like we yeah, were looked down 100%. upon to do that, you know? And yeah, it's like, it's important. I think, 
I think it definitely has a lot to do with like, especially in Asian um, like culture, yeah. there's a lot of that generational trauma that we have to like, because our, you know, yeah. our parents aren't so open about yeah. talking about like, emotions. What do you, what do you know about like pain? That. Like I had to, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, what, what do you know about this? I didn't talk to anybody exactly. about it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like get to And that's why you feel like exactly. this. Yes, and that's why you're telling so, me. Exactly. <laughs> that's, it's like all that repressed yeah. like emotion that they never really felt like they had to express. Yeah. I think our generation is so good at I don't know breaking those yes, bonds trying to communicate like, those yeah. connections yeah exactly Definitely. like talking about yes. it like it doesn't matter if it's via like having a conversation with a friend or like expressing it over TikTok yeah. or you know like talking about it on like a big platform small platform doesn't matter yeah, what it is it I think we're just so good yeah we're better at um like I mean we're better or some people are like more open to the process of learning how to express their emotions which like allows us to like not repress yes. it and yeah then and then it, don't just blow like, it just up makes out us of nowhere more yes. free. it is not healthy to <laughs> yeah exactly yes yeah I, I do think that it there's like a, feel more a healthy free. balance of deflection sometimes sometimes yeah. you do have to like mm, yeah, of course. and like press on you know yeah. like when it's trivial you can yeah. just be like all right but you, exactly but you learn those things because you're like yeah. all right i went through that kind of similar before i know how to get through that a little easier but you know yeah but yeah it was great to mm -hmm. To get into all that yeah i mean you know and like i said it's been it's been nice to, that we've been able to create i'm glad that you know your passions found you in these ways and yes. we found you as well yes. you know through the connections we had so <laughs> thank you uh, we look forward to all of your music yes that, yes all the vlogs all that in the you future know. and uh thank you guys so, so much speaking of music that you're going to be creating if people want to find their way to it how can they do so oh yes um, if you guys want to check me out on all streaming platforms, it's Anjo, A-N-J-O. And then you can check me out on YouTube as well. Also on Instagram at Angeline Barian. Um, and I think that's uh, and yeah, you say Kumu. Yeah, Kumu. Shout out Jelly to Kumu. Bench. I got to get on that. I know. We're missing out. <laughs> yeah, for sure. If you guys ever want to like hang out on oh, Kumu, sure. let me yeah. know. I we am can all hang I'm out on there. We can do like a I'm also half restricted yeah. to I'm Filipino. Half, so we're like a full or one Filipino, Filipino No, there's like you can speak like there's so many um filipino americans on there filipino mm -hmm. like australians nice. everyone from all over the world like you could you don't have to speak tagalog Good, um, they even have like <laughs> sections yeah you don't have to speak tagalog it's like you can speak english it doesn't awesome. matter like you can just hang out on there it's just like yeah, fun. We'll have, like, yeah we'll have to let you show us around friends. and give us a little yeah. tour of the yeah yeah for sure and then we'll, we'll oh, yeah, tell jimmy sure. we'll as well and we'll tell jimmy sure. and then we'll yeah. all hang out on there definitely but yes we'll yeah. make sure to tag all that so everyone can find you and we look forward yes. to all the new stuff you're going to be Absolutely. bringing us so. yeah. thank you guys so much thank you guys so much for having me yeah. on here i appreciate you guys hosting our first internet first yeah. international first international first guest from the future all yeah. that you know so, <gasps> a lot of firsts oh my gosh. Yeah. Yay. thank you for that <laughs> yes yes yeah and uh you'll be able to follow her at the link in our description of this podcast. You can follow me at Mr. Beatty on Instagram. That's that's where I be. Yeah, but I'm at Finesse Everything on IG. Pretty much stay on there. So look for us on there, and then you can find us on yeah on Instagram at Quality Goods TV. Yep, yep. Yeah, we got a little bit of new merch. And, a little bit everything, yeah, you know. Yeah, we got we're starting to open up a little bit in Cali, so we're yeah. gonna try to get active as yeah, well. We're gonna be active, so, yeah. yes. I'm ready to get back out there. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, when you can get on those international flights, we look forward to seeing you perform out here. We're ready for that. Hell yeah, Hell yeah. I'll yeah, see yeah. you guys yes. there. <laughs> but um, yeah, been a pleasure again. Yes, thank you. Until next time, we. Out.